Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Thanks for listening. I am, of course, here with my co-host. Hello. It's my mom. <laughs> it's me, Lorianne. So, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. We're happy to be here. It's a rainy day here. Um, we're in Sacramento right now. So I think we haven't done this for a while, but I really was liking the idea today when thinking about recording. And I just want us, whoever's listening and wherever you're at, if you're in a safe space, to close your eyes, closing your eyes, and just getting present with yourself and with this moment, with your body, taking a big inhale through your nose, exhale, let it go. Maybe placing a hand on your heart. And just being with yourself in this moment with whatever is going on around you. Just taking a second out of your day to just be as present as you possibly can with yourself. I think that it's so easy, especially when you have a busy life, to really just go from one place to another to another and time before we know it seems to just slip away. So I'm just inviting you in these last minutes and in this podcast to really be present with what's around you, with how the air feels around you, with the smells that come in, with what you hear, and just just allow yourself to be here in this moment. So you closed your eyes, you can open them, and yeah, we're happy to be here. Welcome to another episode. What a nice little gift, a nice little way to start, just getting present. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, um, I'm drinking hot tea, and, that was, and I was thinking when you were, were saying that, just really being present with tasting the tea. Mm-hmm. But and like relishing, yeah, relishing in the tea and mm-hmm. slowing down and really enjoying like the simple moments that we kind of skirt past because that's really how you can build more peace and contentment in your life is when you really allow yourself to slow down and appreciate mm-hmm. your t- hot tea or appreciate your breath or and even like this this tree. You know how attached I am to that tree. She's very attached I to this tree out this, this window. Tree. And when I go, we got home from our trip, it looked like it hadn't gotten a lot of water. Now it's been raining this week, so it's so it looks like it's super happy. But I'm really attached to this tree out my window. And um, I don't know, I just love looking out the window and drinking my hot tea before I dive in to coaching because this is the room that I get to do my coaching. And we're not in bed, everybody. No, 
No, we're not in bed. We're actually at a desk. We're actually at a desk in my office. But the window here, I just love this window. Don't you like it? Yeah, I do like this window. Yeah, and it and it feels like we're in a treehouse. It's kind of like we're in a treehouse because we're at the what's a second story house and we're at the level of the trees and we can see what season it is by looking outside and seeing the trees. And I am connected to that tree. I just love this tree. I gave her a name. Her name is Ava. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah. This is new, new news. Mm-hmm. Eva. I want to put my hands on her, and you know, and I always think it's a good way to get grounded is to put your hands on a tree and just feel the roots of the tree going down into the ground. And I don't know. I'm just really love this tree. It, it would be upsetting if anything ever happened to her. Nothing's going. Nothing's going to happen to her. Or don't even say that. I'm not even going to say that. You are a warrior. You're a warrior. She's great. She's happy. Look at her. She's reaching her beautiful <laughs> leaves all the way up. Nobody can see this tree. But she's gorgeous. <laughs> and so anyhow, that's, that's as we digress. But I'm going to tell you, it is, it's a slow day today, huh? Doesn't it feel yeah. like a slow day today? I went, we went to a hot yoga class this morning and I was actually feeling pretty energized this morning. I was like, yeah, it's another day. We're going to go do this. And then I got out of the yoga class and showered and came home and I never do this, but I like totally melted into the couch. And she was talking like this. Well, are we going to go do the podcast? Yes. <laughs> well, do you want to do it like in the next 10 or 15 minutes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was, like, I was okay. So well, then get up. <laughs> I haven't felt that relaxed. Like I felt like I could take a nap. My eyes are getting heavy and I'm like, all right, so we can't do it in bed or else I would literally <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> waking her up. Hello. Hello. I feel like rainy <laughs> days do that to me, though, or snowy days. So anyways. Yeah, it is. You, we, I think a lot of us, we've talked about seasonal, um, you know, being affected by seasonal. They call it, actually call it seasonal affective disorder. And, and I think that more and more people are being affected by the weather and so when it's like this it's kind of a good time to cozy in and I don't know I I decluttered my office a little bit so it feels really much more comfortable in here and she um, collapsed some timelines collapsed some timelines and I'm excited about doing that more especially when we get back from Costa Rica because we're going to Costa Rica on Tuesday Mm-hmm. which we're very excited about um, this group of ladies coming with us to the magical land. I mean, when you when you land in Costa Rica and then you get to the water, it feels sparkly. I think it feels tingly and sparkly like carbonated bubbles. Don't you think so? Mm-hmm. We talk about yeah. this. We've talked about it, um, mm-hmm. about how certain places um in the world that you visit may feel super light to you and then certain places may feel super dense the energy may be a little bit um thicker if that resonates with anybody um and maybe it's like harder to keep your your vibration or your your moods up um but when we Costa Rica for both of us is very light so it's exciting to go there and tap into that energy and play I feel super creative when I'm over there um and I feel very just free it seriously is like we're in another world when we're there I mean Mm -hmm. you step through the pink doors and you're 
like you step through the wardrobe in Narnia. I yeah. mean, it really is like that. Yeah. It's just so much fun. So we're, we've are we got our sound bath healer, Rosie Glow, from Instagram. If anybody is on Instagram, you might want to follow her. She's amazing. She's coming. She's going to be our roomie. We're roomies again, Rosie. Yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening, we're excited about you being our roommate. And, um, yeah, it's going to be – and then we get to go see the monkeys on – the, they actually jump on the boat and we get to feed the monkeys little tiny, tiny bits of banana. You don't want to want to give them too much. But the tour guide is fascinating because he had all the monkeys have names. He knows them all. He knows their personalities. There's two tribes. He knows their history. Yeah, like if they Bango switch Grove. tribes or if yeah. they're a band for an, another tribe, he knows where the tribe starts in the forest. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing how he, mm-hmm. I love how detailed he is. So, and then the water, we fe- discovered with our driver, Eric, he helped us find these magnificent waterfalls. I mean, they're magnificent. They're powerful. They're fun because I love a good waterfall mm-hmm. that you can like swim in. And I mean like really swim in, like goes super deep, is refreshing water and this one, I feel like it's out of, like, the jungle book. <laughs> it is. It's coming. It's literally rolling off the mountain mm-hmm. and on top of our heads because you can get under it. So under lots of them because there's actually lots of them. So we're excited about that. And then yesterday I got a wonderful surprise call from Hunter, Bailey's brother and my son. And he's over in Europe. And he was actually um, in Kiev in the Ukraine right before about a month before and then had a nudging which we're going to be talking today about spiritual breadcrumbs and I'll let Bailey explain what that is but he got a nudging and they got the heck out of Dodge about a month before everything hit the fan over there and he they moved to Budapest so now he's um, coming home for just a little bit to take care of some business here and and um, he's, we get to pick him up in San Francisco, Bailey and I. So we're going to have an adventure. I love taking an adventure to San Francisco. <laughs> so I'm so excited. I'm like, do you want to go get go early and we can get breakfast and we can walk around? And yeah, he's coming in on 555. So perfect. We're like, of course. Of course, angel numbers. So so yeah, so we're excited about that. And then um, he's only going to be here for a few days. And then he has to go to take care of some business in Nevada and some other things. So it just is so perfect. It's like divine timing. Because then we leave. He leaves leaves the day we leave. He leaves the day we leave. He leaves for Las Vegas the same day that we leave. So it's perfect. That's perfect, just like everything has been. Which I want to talk about that because um, I've been doing a lot of um, investigating on um, not – you know how I feel about spiritual breadcrumbs. I just, they're just so beautiful. And it's kind of, I feel like the angels and your guides are up there like just dropping, you know, like your angels are probably dropping like flower petals and your guides are probably like lighting up billboards. You know, that's how I kind of see it. <laughs> and I think that you, you're supposed to follow them. That's your road, your path to graces and flow and to happiness is to follow those breadcrumbs. And so the more that I follow them, the more the more ease and flow there is in my life. And so at times, though, when I see the spiritual breadcrumbs, I will wrestle with them and say, no, I don't want to, I don't want to to give up, you know, going to that 
area of the world or no, I don't, I don't, I'm, I want to move on and move out and move somewhere else. And then I'll get the spiritual breadcrumbs that'll just say, here's where you're supposed to be for, for your highest good, for your most happiness, not just for you, but for all of those around you. So how do you feel about spiritual breadcrumbs? I I love spiritual breadcrumbs. I mean, I I think that they're fun and I think that you can ask for them throughout your day, all day, every day. Just pray or talk to your higher power or talk to your higher self and say, "Can I can you just give me signs? Just show me like little signs throughout my day." Even you could play around with it and say even like on which grocery store you should go to. Which one should I go to? Who knows who you'll run into when you go there. See if Rayleigh's or Safeway lights up. Um, you could play with it like, what should I? What machine should I go on today at the gym? Or where should I go run and see what lights up? I mean, you could do it throughout all, like, all parts of your day. And it makes life fun. I mean, life is so fun. And it makes the sometimes mundane, mundane um, seem so much brighter. Yeah, very um, serendipitous. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Once you start asking, like one of my girlfriends, I was on the phone with her. I don't remember if I talked about it on this the podcast or if I actually talked about this with somebody in person. But <laughs> but I was on the friends with on the phone with one of my girlfriends, and I said, um, I mean, she just has the best luck with manifesting things, and. I was like, well, what have you been doing lately? Like, have you been really, you know, consistent with your practices or taking care of yourself? Or, and she goes, no, honestly, I've kind of fell off with my practices. But and I was like, okay, that's interesting. Um, well, what have you been doing? She's like, I've, Bailey, all I've been doing is asking. She goes, I pray all day. I pray for my angels to show themselves to me. I pray for the right people to come into my day. I pray for alignment I pray for clarity I she's always in conversation with her higher power and I'm telling you this girl I love her to death I love her so much because she just I'm in awe of her sometimes and she's such a good reminder for me you know and her the way that she taps in and it's just so unique to her and it's what works for her and so I just I loved that reminder Mm-hmm. Because it's a it's a relationship that she's taking care of, so the relationship line is super clear because she communicates on a regular basis. She told me the other day that, um, because she's all like, she'll ask her angels to show themselves to her, and she told me that she's like Bailey, I, f- I you're not gonna believe this, but my angels actually finally showed themselves to me because she's been asking them for. Like, well, how long have you been asking? She's like, like over a year. <laughs> and so they finally, she said that she was sitting on the couch and she was looking out the window and she has this mountain view window. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden out of the corner of her eye, there was a beam of light that was floating in her room. And she looked at it and it split off into two. And she said that there was this rainbow effervescent, I can't say that word, effer- effervescent? Effervescent? Yeah. Um, around these two beams of light, she goes like a translucent. Yeah, light kind she of goes that a opalescent color. Yeah, she and she said that um, that it's almost was like hard. It's hard to describe how it looked, and they just floated there for 
like she said, 30 seconds, and then they went away. So very cool. I think everybody wants, because she wasn't very spiritual for a while, and then all of a sudden, I think that, and if I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when you were you know, looking into this more and really starting to embrace it, it kind of encouraged, opened up a door for her too. Is that correct? I think we both kind of fell into it at the same time. And then she came to one of our retreats in Costa Rica and she was telling me the other day, but because I was asked, we were talking about it. She goes, Bailey, honestly, didn't start like seriously until uh, my time with you guys in Costa Rica. That's so very cool. I just love all of it yeah how so. magical this world is mm-hmm. i wanted to share a story really quick too because here's another funny one because i've been super into we're, this kind of um inspired this episode i've been super into breath work lately then wanting to learn more but not really knowing where to start um but because i've been incorporating it more into my practices and more into my teachings and I love how much it it really can shift the body. And so so while I've been asking the universe for more of just, I was intrigued with breathwork and I really felt like it was a new direction that I was supposed to go into and something that I really wanted to incorporate more and do what I had to offer. And as I'm like talking about it and saying it, of course, Kat from crystal risings was like hey i have this um i'm getting super into breath work also she's doing a training and she's like also one of my friends is a breath work facilitator and she we do we breathe together every wednesday night and she invited me to come and i went and we we did this breath um that is it's very quick and it's very long but it kind of gives you an outer body experience. And um, she took us, Taryn is her name. She's amazing. She's in the Sacramento area. She was leading us and she took us to a forest. And for some reason, she said, the forest can look however you imagine it. And for whatever reason, I was in front of a meadow, but I wasn't in the meadow and I was protected by ferns. And then she put a circle around us and it was super interesting because I was a little girl in this moment. Like I could see myself kind of like, but I was like looking into the meadow. So curious. And then she told us to invite any of our guides or angels, um, or anybody like ancestors that wanted to come and visit us. And it was the most interesting thing because you guys will never believe who came to visit me. It was a Sasquatch, and he was, like, this tall, like, I don't even know how to explain him, huge bean, and he had matted, like, moist, dark fur, um, but he had these, like, human eyes, and I'm not one to, like, I really have not looked into Sasquatches really that much, or or Bigfoot. It was a really big surprise. It was a super big surprise. I was like, oh. This is a plot twist, but it was so interesting because you guys are going to really think I'm crazy now, but I had such an emotional connection to him. And like, I felt like I had known him for so long, like he's always been there. 
like I, w- I started crying during the breath work because it was just the most interesting thing. I felt really protected by him. And then um, as the breath work continued later on, my grandma came in who my grandma passed. But actually when I was in Bali, um, she passed at the beginning of 2020 and she looked so happy and healthy and she just told me that she was proud of me. That's so very, very cool. What a blessing. I mm-hmm. mean, seriously, what a gift. I was talking to some of my friends at dinner and I was telling them about this and I was like, you'll never believe who my spirit guide is. <laughs> and they're like, who? Like thinking it's going to be this like big guardian angel or like this. Um, and I was like, it's a freaking Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, of course, your spirit guide is a Sasquatch. I'm like, I know. Did so. she put, did she ask them all to come into, the, like when she put the circle, mm-hmm. did she put the circle around you and then and then you asked any of your guides or angels or um, to come into the circle? Is that how she did it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so very cool. It was, so, it was so cool. And that's the power of breath work. And so it kind of leads into the last thing I'm going to say with this is that um, I've been, like I said, really intrigued with it and feeling called to breath work. And then Kat popped up and I got to experience more of it. And then I taught a little bit of it at the day event. And now this, the most random thing popped up, um, on my laptop of the Academy of Breath. And it was within like financially, I could totally afford it. And it was within my schedule. And I looked into the teachers and I loved their, their message and they seem super authentic and it works in my schedule so now I'm in training right now a 12-week training to become a breathwork and meditation teacher which is so amazingly cool because you started thinking about it and then all the spiritual breadcrumbs just started being like oh then step here and step here and then experience this and see how powerful it can be and then oh and look here's a a certification that you can take and now you're going to be doing it with us at the retreats and all the things it's just so amazing yeah I think breath work is so powerful too so um and it also helps people get a lot of clarity um so yeah it'll be fun to to start to be able to share that Mm -hmm. that's so it's really interesting it's because both of both of us, even my husband, um, gosh, even Levi. I mean, all of us were like thinking, oh, we we're in transition. We want to go somewhere else, and then it's like, but then we were told to wait. I was being told to wait spiritually. I was told being, to move or wanting to move somewhere. Else. Move, move somewhere else, and we're being told to wait and to wait, and and so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna wait because that's I always do what I'm told, and I don't always know why, and I was really getting super frustrated about why I was being told to wait because I wanted to know the plan. I wanted to have a plan and and I'm that type of, of woman. I'm like, I'm that type of girl. I want to know the plan. I want to plan for the plan. I want to make, you know, have this the date and have it on my calendar and, um, and work backwards from that. And so um, apparently we're supposed to wait. And so, and I feel like it's like, a one and a half year process of waiting. And I can see now why, because now all of these opportunities around the work that we do are just really lighting up so big. I mean, even with, with Kat, with the salt room, with what you're doing, 
and then a lot of a lot of other things like that were that we have percolating like sister circles and actually having them live you know so just so many different things that are so incredible and then also um I don't know it's I have been really being called to teach another workshop and so on abundance and calling in abundance and how to do that and so and so I had one of my very good friends reach out to me yesterday um and I have we Bailey and I even though we're in the same house we don't always get to connect and talk because our schedules are all over and she's taking these classes and I'm doing other things and I have my life coaching and she has her breath work and also teaching down at the salt room so just all kinds of stuff going on and so one of my friends Michelle said hey I'm taking an, a 40-day abundance course and I said really and so anyhow I started to dive into it today and it's fascinating and I'm going to embrace that and maybe start teaching it so because I think it's really important that we acknowledge how powerful we are as spiritual beings having a human experience and we when you're not manifesting you're manifesting I'm just gonna tell you that if you haven't if you're not choosing what you're affirming you're affirming what you're not choosing I mean it's just it's it's a wicked web it's a wicked wicked web so you really need to you don't need to do anything but I'm encouraging you to really focus on what is it that you want more of and if you're not clear on that then you know really start to think about it and start to get clear on where where does your joy come from and we can go all the way back to the conversation we first had about sitting here and you know my my friend Ava Mm-hmm. my tree and Bailey sitting on the couch and being able to melt into the couch just having moments because it does go by so fast mm-hmm. and so just taking a, a breath and this thinking about what is what is it that brings in your joy and then you know knowing that you have the right to be abundant in all the things even in joy abundance of joy abundance of true friendships yeah and we have this thing that we love to teach um, in workshops, and it's creating your perfect day. And I'm not just saying, like, your perfect day would be on the beach somewhere tropical mm-hmm. with um, a pina colada in your hand. I mean your perfect day that involves your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Because you can create that. It doesn't have to take going away to vacation to have your perfect days. And so I think that goes along with also the manifesting and the being intentional and putting your energy, breathing your energy into spaces that are going to create and open up those paths that lead you to those perfect days. Like yesterday was one of like a perfect day that I journaled about, I mean, like a year ago. And it was just, it was as simple as me. I went and got an amazing workout in. I ran into you at the gym, saunaed. Then I went and um, hung out with Levi, and we went to Barnes and Nobles, and then um, I went and had a therapy session with Nancy, who I just I love her. I I want to be friends with her, <laughs> um, and had a lot of breakthroughs. And then did a little bit of creating for recharge, and then went and taught a Yin Yoga class, and then came back and did breath work and watched SpongeBob with Levi. 
<laughs> what a great day. And it was my perfect day. I was oh. so content and so filled up. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to, again, you don't have to leave your reality in order to have your perfect days, but you can start working towards creating that. And what what would it look like? And what do you have control over right now in this moment? So, and I think it always, that always kind of leads into spiritual breadcrumbs. If you're not sure where to start, where do you find the most joy? Like truly, like be honest, get honest with yourself. Is it when you're painting? Is it when you're surrounded by people that you feel supported by? Do you, are you craving community? Is it when you're moving your body, when you're sweating? Are you maybe not too happy in your work and feel like your gifts and your passions could be used somewhere else? I mean, I think when you start to, when you start looking for the spiritual breadcrumbs, you just start to begin asking those kind of questions to yourself and just getting the line and you're like once you kind of get a roadmap then you could start looking for those things that are lighting up and leading you onto that path mm-hmm. and even thinking about we had somebody at our Sayulita retreat who said gosh I used to always love photography I I would love it and then she forgot how much she loved it in the craziness of the past couple of years and so she dove pulled out her camera and started just dove back into it and is really has her passion back for that so you can even think back to what you used to like to do when you were little did you did you like to you um use a crowns and color in a coloring book I mean they have some really magnificent fun creative um adult coloring books what is it that you where you just kind of lose yourself and forget time is a really good clue too and anything that doesn't align with that or anything that pulls you away from that feeling of joy or maybe it puts you in a lower vibration, then you're like, ah, okay, now I know that that is something that is not in alignment with me. That is not a spiritual breadcrumb. Actually, it is a spiritual breadcrumb because it's showing you what way not to go. So mm-hmm. it's just about honestly being present with your day-to-day so that you're aware enough to be able to listen and to hear and to notice because honestly these signs are shown to everybody but it's just a matter of fact if the person is listening and and is aware enough Mm -hmm. because when I, I used to love to drive you know place to place to train all my clients and then I started going oh my gosh I I don't I don't want to do that all day long but you know what I have noticed is that I'm I'm training one of my very dear friends who I love very much and I really am enjoying that. Like I don't want to do the same thing eight hours every day. I like variety in my day and I didn't know that. And so I was like, this is really so, um, just so awesome that I created the freedom because I listened, which you can do too. You can have create the freedom by listening to where you where what it is that finds where you find your joy. So I love that, and it gets me um, connected. On, and it could be because of who I'm training as well. You really need to be careful about your circle, because I really love um, my my friendship with with this um, friend of mine who is also you know somebody I train. And not that I didn't love the other people, I did, but I just didn't want to do it all day long because there, was, there wasn't any space for me in the day. Mm-hmm. It was like I was giving, giving, giving all day long, and then I didn't have time to fill up my own cup. And I think that for a little while, 
that worked for you, right? You you loved that at one point in your life. Absolutely. And now it's so amazing because you are so and it took you a little bit to like step away from it just because you did have so much of your heart in it. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, we shift and we change and we're supposed to grow into different spaces and that prepped you for so many different things that you're doing now, but the ability for you to like honor it um but to trust your your guides and your angels and your higher self to really show you where to go next and to not again wait to collapse that old timeline yeah because i'm loving the life coaching and soul coaching because i get to pick i get to do that like i start my day um with with my rituals and all the things i like to do meditation and my workouts and gratitude and I got a wonderful new journal called dream life workbook that I'm really excited about diving into I'm actually going to bring it on our trip with us um and it's also about manifesting abundance so that's I'm so excited about diving into it but I get to start my day like that and then I was like what would be my ideal day and I started fantasizing about it it was like oh if I could sit in my office with Ava my tree (laughs) and coach and coach and really make a bigger impact. Although I do think my, I do think my personal training, I was also life coaching at the same time. So they were kind of blended together. So they were, it was fulfilling, but I just didn't want to be driving around in all that energy all day long. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think that too, like, because I was just thinking, well, maybe somebody is having a hard time because their home life or where they're working is very toxic. So it's hard to, maybe shift or or follow those spiritual breadcrumbs because you're constantly you feel stuck in a way um but you like for example sacramento i used to feel really stuck when i was here because i felt like it resonated it kind of it was hard for me to really break out of that the old cycle that i was in when i was here and um I don't know. I don't know what it was with Sacramento, but I just always felt like I was stepping back whenever I was back here. So I started creating new rituals while I've been here and starting new timelines and starting following spiritual breadcrumbs, um, like with your rituals, maybe in your job or maybe in your house, like bringing in things that feel lit up to you now and change and change that space and change that energy wherever you're at. You you don't necessarily have to physically change anything like like as far as the logistics go in your life but you could just add in simple things that clear out that space and bring in new energy and it's crazy that once you start doing that um how other it'll start attracting different opportunities or different paths or ahas and so I don't know why I was feeling called to talk about that but I just feel like complete sense because you seem so much more settled here than you were feeling last summer and I think it's because I started new, like I started the breathwork training and I started investing my energy in just different spaces in Sacramento that I didn't really know were accessible to me. Um, but it's just because I didn't, hadn't stepped into this this new space that I'm in now. Um, and so it's just such a beautiful thing to think that, like, again, you don't have to travel anywhere or go and do anything drastic in order to start something new you just have to start exploring different places in the area that you're in that maybe you didn't think to look at before mm-hmm. and even you know starting like us new friendships because look at where 
um, where recharge was with the energy we had around us last year and look at where the energy of who we have around us now, not that anything is good or bad, but it's just very different. And it's more in alignment with where recharge is going. Because I always think of recharge as its own own person, like recharge is its, and we were gifted the energy of recharge to like steward over and watch over and watch her, help her, help everybody. Like we're, nurture her. Yeah, we're nurture her. And so we're just, so we're asking for people who are in alignment with that same energy to come in who really like working with other women and really want to, you know, also hold energy for this. And it's such a beautiful thing because I'm telling you, there's a movement right now, such a huge movement. And it makes me excited about women supporting women, community, sisterhood, just, and really seeing each other. It's just really, um, without judgment, it's, it's such a beautiful, sweet spot. And I don't know of very many other places like that and it seems like we're drawing to us a lot of like-minded women who are craving it yeah i think that also like within what happened um within the past two years like if you i think everybody was really forced to do, go through a transformation or to wake up or to wake up to their life and to wake up to their health and to wake up to how they're how how you how are you actually doing and to not and maybe you weren't doing okay at certain points and of course life is an ebb and flow but yeah maybe deep down you haven't been okay and it's like all right the world's going a little crazy i need to figure this out and i need to start controlling my own my own temple or else i will lose it so i think everybody was forced to go through a transformation and started searching for new ways of being and yeah, I think like attracts like, and we're very interested in that and, and talking about that and sharing about that. So it's just, it's been really beautiful because we already always believed in these practices of manifesting and following the spiritual breadcrumbs and we live it like we were talking about it, but we actually live it. And I think that that's how we're constantly creating our reality and you guys are always listening to us creating our reality and we're talking about it on here to show you that you can do the same thing (laughs) you can do the same you're so much more powerful than you know that's why we love sharing with all the tools so that you can kind of kind of look at that and go what resonates with me oh I'm going to try that one oh that sounds good maybe it's simple as just having a five-minute meditation and creating space because that's when the creative ideas will pop in and you'll get a little nudging going, huh, I wonder if that's what Bailey and Lorianne were talking about as far as a spiritual breadcrumb. I wonder what, and then just go look at it. Go do a little exploration around it. It could be somebody on the side of the road saying, hey, come check out this chicken place. And you're like, oh man, chicken sounds amazing all of a sudden to me right now. And you go and you check out the chicken place and then you... You meet somebody in that chicken place. You know, like it could be like. <laughs> I love that. It could be <laughs> as silly as that. Yeah. Or it could be like a plane ticket pops up in your email and it's a place that you've always wanted to go and you can swing it, but you have a little bit of fear around it. But it lights up and you can't stop thinking about it. Maybe you put it down for a day and you're like, oh my God. And that's a spiritual breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. That's a sign. And you're you're finding Margie. Oh, I have a car now. <laughs> that's Mar- Margie. Her name's Margie. Whose name is Auntie Margie? Marge. 
She looks like a Margie. But I was That really- was a spiritual breadcrumb because we were trying to figure out Bailey, who has been very against getting a car because that means she's here. <laughs> so she- it means I'm in the United States. No, it means I can't leave the United I can leave the United States, but it means that I'm committing to spending some of my time here. Yes. So hence Margie enters the picture. But how that happened was that we were, she goes, I don't know. I really feel like I need a car if I'm going to stay here and I've got all these opportunities. And so I, I need something, but I don't want payments and I just want to be able to go buy a car. And so we figured out all the pricing. And I, so I just kept thinking, we need to go to this place that we went a long time ago. I don't even know if mm-hmm. it's still there. And then we were thinking, and then my husband was like, well, what about CarMax? And not that we're slamming CarMax because CarMax is a great place, but um, but it wasn't what, what Bailey, you know, she was doing this with herself and we were just there to support her. <laughs> and so so we go to this this place that, that um that had a whole bunch of cars and it's it's in Roosevelt. So we're walking around and Grizz is there. It's the most random lot. It's the most random little, it's like Bailey, he's driving down the road. It's in Roseville. He's driving around. Is it here? Is it on this corner? It's like this little random spot. And so we keep driving and driving and then we find it. And then, um, and I, I was just thinking it would be a good spot for her to look for a car. And Grizz is like, well, you need to research and look at cars for a while. Maybe you want to go to Sierra College and he goes, you really should get a Subaru. He goes, the Subaru is a good car. They last for a long time and they'll drive forever. And so we're walking around this lot and Bailey's going, I like that car. That looks like a nice car. That Maybe that one over there. And she's kind of like, well, maybe I'll test drive a couple of these cars. And then there around the corner is March. It's March. Margie, my girl. <laughs> she only has 62,000 miles, which and I, is not very many, you guys. We looked at a lot of cars. She's a 2006, too. She's a 2006 so with 62,000. But she's still young. She's taking good care of herself. Oh, she's taking good care of herself. So she can tap dance. She, may she be, said tap dance. She may be a little bit old, but she still tap dance. Oh. And another thing that was a spiritual breadcrumb with that was that one of my friends owns a Subaru, and I messaged her, and I was like, hey, how do you feel about your Subaru? Because it's hers is a 2005 and she has 178,000 miles on it. She goes, I love it. Like, and she's had it since we were like, I've known her ever since I've known her. She's had it. And we, I've known her for like eight years. And she, it's this Subaru. And she goes, I think I got it off of a, a lot over. It was like the most random lot over off of Riverside. It was like, oh, my God. It That's was where a, she got her she car She got too? her car from the, her Subaru from that same lot. Oh, I lot. didn't know that. And I was like, all right, Margie. Well, that was know, a spiritual breadcrumb. Yeah, but, well, you know what they did, Bailey and Grizz. Um, I had I had a, a couple of clients, so I came back home, and Grizz and Bailey went to continue to look at different lots, and they found out what a great steal Margie was. Margie was a steal, a steal, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, we need to rush back there." And so we went back the next morning, and and so Margie's here. She's with us. We're driving her to San Francisco. To pick up Hunter. What a time to be alive. And Margie gets to go on her first big road trip. <laughs> that we oh, my God. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Who, who's owning me now? <laughs> She's like, I used to just sit in the driveway. Now I'm in a city. <laughs> I know. They're driving me all over the place. But it's really, it's that's a spiritual, that's an example 
of a spiritual breadcrumb. And some of you might just poo-poo things off and kind of go, oh no, that there's, you know, that's not, um, that's not real. Or there's, you know, that's just a coincidence. You know, you can choose to believe that, or you can choose to believe in magic. And I, for one, have seen miracles happen. Miracles happen in this world. Heck, I'm a flipping miracle. I should have been dead. Seriously. Mm. Ba- I mean, really, Bailey's looking at me. She goes, don't say that. <laughs> but I should it's, have been. Yeah. Because of all the stuff that I've been through. And here I am, you know, taking the lessons as I go. and putting them in my backpack and pulling them out if a woman needs them. And then Bailey, I mean, who would have thought that I would have had a daughter who wants to do this with me? I mean, that, again, is a miracle. And now we're trying to, don't tell anybody. I don't think the boys even listen to this, but we really would like Levi and Hunter to, this to be a family business. We're thinking that they can, because guys are always needing mm-hmm. this kind of work as well. And Levi's done a lot of, he does, he's in the same kind of line of field in a way, in his own way, with teaching men how to have confidence in themselves and to change the direction of their life. And we're like, we Levi. we're like over here rubbing our hands together. We're like, we see a future. We see what's going on here. We got him to come to our one day event and um, be our photographer. So we will see. So none of you so tell stay him. tuned. So stay tuned, people. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep you updated. But in the meantime, you know, it really is if and I do want to say this, too, is that how I found myself out of some very, very dark times where I was not even, I mean, I literally wanted to go to sleep and not wake up for a year and let somebody else live my life and then tell me how it turned out for a year because it was just too painful. Um, And I was just, oh, bad place. Don't even like to think about it. But if I could find my way out of that spot and into the light again with God's arms around me and angels lighting my path and me being like, Yes, show me the way. I only want to go where you throw the crumbs. And it's really, it's really powerful. So believe in magic, you guys. Believe in magic. Believe in your angels. Ask them for help. Ask for spiritual breadcrumbs. Like right now, like well, as soon as we get off here, go, hey, I was talking to Lorianne and Bailey. And they were telling me about these spiritual breadcrumbs. I'm asking for help. Just show me who you are give me some signs like I just need some help I don't even know what makes me happy anymore like ask them say please share things and then start looking and it's there are no coincidences you guys not not a single single one yeah I love this I think this was one of my favorite episodes but it's now it's also been one of our longest episodes. So we probably got to go. It was a Sasquatch story. <laughs> I could see that though. I can almost see this, this with these great eyes. He I mean, looked compassionate at eyes. Super compassionate. Yeah, I can almost see him. Yeah, it was really wow. cool. I knew him. It was the weirdest thing. Did he give you a name? No. You should ask him for a name next time you see him. Okay. I was, I was, the first thing that came to my head was Lucy, but I'm just, it's not Lucy. It's I just think Lucy. that that's just what popped into my head. But anyways, okay, well, on that note, well, we love you guys. We'll be next week at this time. We're flying on Tuesday, so we will put one up on Wednesday. Yeah. 
next week it'll be Wednesday. So it's April, today's what, the 15th? It's No, 14th, April 14th. So wishing you all the love mm-hmm. all, and sending you massive hugs and positive energy. And go look for some spiritual breadcrumbs. Start like asking. Right now. Have fun with it. Yeah. We love you. Love you guys. See you next week. <laughs>